This is Gemara and Sukkotaf, Nun Gimel, learning as we conclude this month of Elul, as we initially sponsored the Zechonishmas, that's the Rezal Basra Meir, whose yard said wasn't based Elul, and as we conclude with the Sukkah as well, learning the entire Chavur should be a tremendous cost, Ilanishmasa, that should go higher and higher in the placement in Gan Eden Shalmailo. Of course, all the Chayim men of the Vegan Chayim of Sarah, some seem to raise the Zerbas, Gan Eden, the Basim of Chayim, Sarah, Solomon, the Lev, the Sandal, the Shabbat, the Nabi, Bashav, Vegan, Shabbat, Shabbat, and Tilden, Chayim, and Chayim, and Sili, Brachos, the Musa. At the end of the ministry, we make one of the ones that will go to the Shaman of Tazim Cholester. The Soy Shar Chodi is well as well as Chosheluk Vizalheim in the Varen Shir Miriam Bas Rizal Gittel. We are holding on the last line of Nunbiz Midbiz. And the Gemara quotes a quote of the Mishnah of Loya Chatzib Yushlayim. There was no Chatzib Yushlayim that was not illuminated from the wonderful and incredible light. The light that we spoke about yesterday. These tremendous drugs filled with oil with the ladders going down that the Pirche Kuna, the Yonke Hanim, would run up and with the holding tremendously strong him, holding jugs of oil whether it was 30 lug, 120 lug and fill up the menorah with this oil, we use a wick made out of the worn out garments of the Kehanim worn out belts, and they would create an incredible light that there wasn't a Chatzinu Shalayim that was not illuminated, that was not lit up by this light. Says the Gemara Tana we learned in the Mishnah, moving over to today's daf. Nun Gimel Amir Aleph. Isha Haisa Bayreres Chit in the Arsh al Shweva. A woman was able to sift and sort and select grain by that light. Meaning, the Gemara is pointing out there wasn't just a little bit light. There are times it's a little bit light, it's a dim light. No, it was a strong illumination that they could even do actions and see. By the light. Says the Gemara Chasidim and Shemaisa that the Chasidim and the pious people they would dance, they would sing and sing Shir Vizishvachais to Akadish Baruchu. Tanar Abanan says the Gemara Yeshman Aimrim Ashayel do Seinu. There were some that would say, Praised is our youth, happy is when we are young. Shlobaisha Ezek Nu Seinu. That when we are young, we did not embarrass when we were old. Elu Chasidim Van Shemaisa. These are Chasidim Van Shemaisa, meaning, they would say the praise that even when they were old, they were like they were young. And there were some that said the opposite. It's great when we got old that we had a kapara on when we were young. These are the Bali Chuva, meaning two different types of people. Somewhere when they were young, they weren't the greatest. Now it's Tadikim as older people. So they would say, wonderful. They were able to repent and do Chuva in our former days. And there were some the opposite. They were wonderful and great through and through. So he gave Shavach and Aida that from the young age and until now they're still ripe, they're still fresh, even in the older age. Says the Gemara, Elu Ve'ilu, Oimrim. Ashrei, these and these would say, Ashrei, praiseworthy is the one, Mishlechatu, that did not say, Mishlechatu, Yashal V'yim Chalai, he should be able to do Tshuva, Hashem should forgive him. Of course, how time ever bow as we're winding down, beginning Slichais as we walk into Rosh Hashanah. Tani, we learned in the Rais, Amr, Lava, Lala, Zakein, they said, Lala, Zakein, Kishayetzai, Meach, Bizim, Chazbiz, Hashayiva, Amr, Kain, what would Hillel sing, what was the song of the great Hillel, Zakein, Emani, Kain, if I'm here, ha kolkan, then everything is here, then everything, excuse me, is here. Viman inikan, but if I hillel I'm not here, mikan. Who is here? And of course, it's referring to not a type of gaiva, but rather it's referring to Kaddish Baruch Hu, That if I am here, my shechina is here, then the glory, the shechina will continue. But if you do have is Klal Yisrael, and I have to leave, says Hashem, then what do you have left? You have absolutely nothing. Who haya Aimer? He used to say again, referring to Hillel Azakain. Who am Aimer? Kain la makay. 
He would say, excuse me. To the place that I love, the place that I want to go, that's where my feet automatically at some level want me to go and lead me there. If you come to my house, I'll come to your house. Again, referring to the Beis referring to the Shechina, if you come to Hashem, Hashem will draw you in. If you do not come, then Hashem will not chase you after. Shinemar, as the Apostolic says, when Hashem says, when you mention my name, I'm going to come and give a bracha. So we see that when we come, when we show our desire, Hashem gives us the bracha, of course, the reciprocal relationship. That as much as we show Hashem that we want to see Him, we want to come close to Him, as much as He comes close to us and gives us bracha. Says the Gemara, Af hu raya galgulas achas, he himself referring to again Hillel. On the first white line, he saw a skull, a galgulas, that was safa, that was floating up in Amayim on the, on the edge of the water. On the water, Amar la al da'atva atvucha. Hillel said, Al excuse me. Because you drowned others, you yourself are being drowned. And those who drowned you will be drowned by themselves. That he'll realize when he looked at this skull, he saw that it was a murderer, so it was a And he says, You got what you deserved. You killed other people, they ambushed you and killed you. Hello pointing out that when someone's a Russia, someone does not act appropriately, it doesn't get him anywhere, it all comes back around. Says the Gemara on the second white line, Amar Rav Yechran Raglohi, Tavar Inish Inon Arvin Lei, the Raglohi, the pierced his feet, a person's feet are his Aravim, are his guarantors, Laatar to the place, the Mitavitamon, that you were summoned to go, my Vilin Yosei, they lead you, your feet almost instinctively and automatically bring you to the place that you need to be. And the Gemara is going to illustrate exactly how we see this story. There were two kushi, David Kami Kami, Shleim, in front of Shleim, as the Pasuk points out, their names were Ali Chayrev and Achiyah These were the two names, Ali Chayrev and Achiyah and they were the sons of Shishai who was a cipher. Tishloimai a cipher for Shloimai HaMelech Havayoyimachad, one day Chazil HaMelech HaMavez, Tavik HaAtif Shloimai HaMelech, how incredible, he saw the Malach HaMavez one day, he's sitting there in the palace and he sees the Malach HaMavez and the Malach HaMavez looks a little bit sad so of course, Shloimai HaMelech, Amr Lehi even to the Malach HaMavez he asks I'm sure there's many pshatim. Well, you can't be sad. Even the Malach HaMavis, he didn't want it to be sad. Because I'm supposed to take care of, I'm supposed to kill these two kushai. That are sitting over here. And what's the problem? I can't kill them. So the Malach HaMavis says, I'm downtrodden because there's these two people. I'm supposed to do my job. I can't do my job. Says Shleim HaMelech, one second. So Shleim HaMelech thinks, wait, I want to save these guys' lives. So I'm going to take them to a place called Lud. A place called Lud where the Malach HaMavis is not able Luz, excuse me, Machmavis has no control over. So what did Shlom HaMelech do? Masrinu Lasirim. He gave them over to the Seirim, which referring to Shadim demons. Shlom HaMelech was even in control of the Shadim, the demons. Shadim al-Mukhuzat al-Luz. And he sent them to the town of Luz, thinking once they get into Luz, the Malach can't do anything to them. 
When they reached the town of Lodz, they were nifter right there at the entrance. The next day, the next day, sees the Malchamavis that he's laughing. He's quite happy. Why are you so happy? responds, The place that you have to be, that's where you are sent. You're saving their lives. You sent them to the precise place. Meaning, the Malchamavis got instruction to kill these two people and he had to do it specifically at the entrance of Luz. And he didn't know how to do that. So we see that the legs of a person bring him where he needs to do. Opened his mouth and he said, The legs of a person are his guarantors. To the place that you have to go, that is where your legs lead you. And that is the conclusion of this part of the Gemara. The Gemara proving these wonderful statements. We got into this discussing the different statements made in Zilch Shoeva of Hillel and Manikan and Loikan. If I'm here, then it's no one referred to Hashem. That if he's here, it's everyone. If not, it's nothing. We went into other statements of Hillel. We went into the skull that was floating that the murderer got his just due. And we concluded with this fascinating idea that a person's feet take him where he needs to go, proved by the story that Shlomamel thought he was going to save these two people, and in the end, that was their demise. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, going back to the Silchas Beis HaShweva. Amr Lava Shemini Amliel He would juggle with eight Torches of fire. You would throw one and catch another one, of course, juggling. They would not touch each other. When he would bow, when Shimon Gamliel would bow, another acrobatic feat that he would do, he would put his two thumbs in the ground, he would bend over, he would kiss the floor, and then he would get up. A type of handstand on his thumbs. So it sounds like, it sounds like he would go on his thumbs and he would be able to bend his head all the way over, kiss the floor. A handstand on his thumbs. No one to try this at home. No one is able to do this as the Gemara. What is this? What's this action that he did, Vizui Kida. This is Kida. This is a form of bowing referred to Kida, that you bow all the way down, supporting yourself only by your thumbs. Levi Achle Kida Kamei the Rebbe. Levi tried to do this. Levi showed Rebbe this act of Kida, and Levi became lame. He, he got physically damaged from this action. says the Gemara. Really? Was it Was it this action of Kida that Levi bowed on his thumbs? That's what caused him to be lame. Person should not throw words. Person should not complain. Because he was a great person. He complained to Hashem. And he became lame. And who was that? Umanu Levi. So says the Gemara, tells me, why did Levi become lame? Nothing to do with his bowing. It's because he complained to God. So why are you saying the reason is because he would bow? Answers the Gemara as one could anticipate. Ha, vaha, garmule. They both, they both caused it. Says the Gemara. Let's go a little bit more of the wonderful uh, actions, the wonderful feats, wonderful celebrations that were done in the Levi, what would he do? Levi would sport in front of Rabbi. He would juggle eight knives. Shmuel would perform in front of Shmuel Malka. Shmuel would perform in front of Shmuel Malka. 
glasses, I should say, of wine. With eight eggs, with four eggs. Again, different juggling, different feats that they would do to perform at the Silchas base. Reminiscent. It's going back when we used to celebrate. We wouldn't sleep for the entirety of Sukkot. Kesar, why? Shari, in the first hour, Tamishal Shachar, we brought Tamishal Shachar. Misham, then we went to Tefillah to Davin. Of course, a little bit, a little unknown fact that, of course, they Davin in the base of Migdash. Misham, the Karben Mosaf. Misham, the Tefillah Musafin. Misham, the base of Majesty. You gotta learn a little bit. Misham, the Achila, they would have their Yantav Suda. Ushtia, they would drink. Misham, the Tefillah Mincha. Misham, the Tamshabin Arbayim. That was the regular daytime hours. Mikan Velach, Simchas Misa Shueva. They would party the whole night. Says Yeshua ben Levi, Yeshua ben Chanani, excuse me, we did not sleep all Sukkot. We went straight from Tom Shel Shachar, Tefillah, Suda, learning, Mincha, Mulsaf, and then Silchus Beis for the rest of the night after Tom Shel Ben Arbayim. We never slept. Says Mar, one second, Amy, is that true that they never slept? So makes a shvua. He swears, I'm not going to sleep. We smack him. We say, you got to sleep right away because it's impossible to go for three days without sleep. This is what it means. We didn't enjoy a sleep during Sukkis. They were just doze off on the shoulders of the guy next to them. They didn't actually go into bed to sleep. They were just those off wherever they were due to the wonderful and incredible celebrations. They didn't want to miss one moment. Says the Gemara Chamesh Esrei Milos, quoting the Mishnah about eight lines on the bottom. Nun Gimelam and Aleph, that there were 15 steps in the base of Migdash, Lavim were there. The 15 steps, of course, corresponded to 15 Shira Malis. Amr Le Rav Chisda says the Gemara. These 15 Sheram Alois, what were they connected? Connected again, what were they said? Referring to Davin Amalek, of course. Amar Lehi responded, Achi Amar Av Yechanan, excuse me, connected me Amram David. Amar Lehi Achi Amar Av Yechanan, excuse me. When David HaMelech dug Shitin, dug pits, like Shitin we had the word a few days ago, the big pit underneath the Mizbeach, when David HaMelech was digging the foundation of the Beis HaMikdash, the deep waters came up and it threatened to flood the whole world. All of a sudden there's water flying everywhere. Amar David, David said, So what did David HaMelech say? David Mel said, the 15 Shira Malois, and the water went down. Says the Gemara, one second. If that's what happened, why are they called the 15 songs of Ascent, Shira Malois? They didn't go up, they caused the water to go down. So it's going to be the Shira Yuridais. Amar so he responded, you reminded me, it was really a little bit different. This was the story. And this is, of course, I was quoted in Titus and Machis. When Davimel dug these pits, the deep waters exploded above the Mishat of the Alma, it was going to flood the world. Is anyone that knows if you're allowed to write a shame, and thrown into deep waters, and thereby calm down the waters? Like God, the Kaamar, the Midi, no one responded. 
Amar David called the Yadah Lemeimai. If anyone knows that Allah, if I could write Hashem's name on a piece of pottery, throw it into the water to get the waters to subside, and he doesn't say it, Yechonik Begrayne, he should be choked. Nasachitevel Kavachim, Yisachitevel was there and he thought, one second. Batsma, he thought the following. To make peace between husband and wife, Amr Tayyar, what does Hashem say? Shemi, my name, Shemi, my name, should erase it on water. Of course, that's why the Saita that the name Hashem is erased, and the woman drinks the water in order to know if she was faithful or not to her husband. So, for one person, for one couple, will erase Hashem. How much more so, of course. You're able to raise God's name, Barmalei Shari. You're too loud. David Melch, listen. Kasa Shem Achasba. He wrote Hashem's name on the pottery. Vishad at the time he threw it into the deep. Benachas time when the water subsided. Shitar Alfei Garmide. The water subsided. Sixteen. Thousand Amos, sixteen thousand Amos. Kichazi denaches tuva. Savamel saw that it was going down too much. It was going down even more than it started. Amar kama demadli tuvtei. Mirtav alma. It would be even better if there was water because it would make the water, the earth moist. The water subsided so much, it got almost sucked into the ground. Tavon Melch said, One second, there's some water here to make the ground very moist. Amar Chamesh Asimalos, Tavon Melch said, The 15 share Amalos and pull the water back up. That's what's called Hamalos, the ascent. Ba'aski Chamesher Alfei Garmidi went up 15,000 Amalos, Fakhmi Ba'alfei Garmidi. There was an extra thousand amois that the water sat in, fertilizing and keeping the earth nice and nice and wet. And this is the 15 Sharamalis, of course, that corresponds to the 15 steps in the base of Megdash. And that's what we know called the Hamalois, because it brought it up, and now you read this that it brought it down. Omar Ulan from this story says, Ula Sumcha Ara the thickness of the surface of the earth is 1,000 amois. Well, Khazina the Quran Porta says one second, but we know, we dig a little bit, but nothing Maya. In order to get a dwell, you don't have to dig down a thousand amois, but based on what we just said, you should have to. That when you dig down a little bit of water comes out, that's not these waters of the Tahaim, that's the waters of the Euphrates River. Says the Gemara on the first white line, the Quran stood by the upper gate. By the tenth step, they blew tkiya, true tkiya, etc. Says the Gemara, by Rav Yemila, Mala Asiris, Dinachis Chamisha, Vakaya Asara. Did they go down five steps and now they're on the tenth step? They went down ten steps, Vakaya Chamisha. What does the Mishnah mean? That they went down ten or went down five? Were they on the fifth step or on the tenth step? Says the Gemara, Teku. Tanra Abanan says the price, Vimashi Shinemar, for that which it says, Upanayim, Kain, Mayni, Yodem, Shachrem, Lechel, Hashem. The Mishnah concluded that their faces were eastward and their backs were to the Echel. Says the Gemara is passionate. If your face is eastward, of course your back's to the Echel. What's it teaching us? Why does it say that? Teaches us that when it was referring to their forefathers that unfortunately were not good people, they worshiped the sun. And what else they did is they bared their backs and they defecated towards Hashem in an act of defiance that is what we cannot believe. We are to Hashem and Hashem is to us. Ain't he? Says the Gemara, really? Is that an appropriate 
Praise so if you're admitting to two sources, two gods, and there's only one God. So Sounds like again there's two gods. They would bow eastward. And we are to Hashem, and our eyes to Hashem, we hope. Not saying, God forbid, to Hashem, not saying two gods, but rather holding in that we're to Hashem and we're hoping for Hashem's salvation. Says the Mishnah. Towards the bottom of the Gimelam and Beis. Ain't Baichsam Yasim Amachras Tigiyas Vimikrash. On any given day in the base of Migdash, there's no less than 21 times they blow the Shaifer. And there's no more than 48, between 21 and 48 each and every day. And now the Mishnah explains. How do we get to 21? Three to open the gates. Nine for the time of Shachar, which of course equals twelve. Vitesh the time of Shabbat Shalom, another nine at the end of the day, which is twenty-one. So regular day, three opening, three for opening the gates, nine and nine, twenty-one. Any day of a carbon musaf with the musaf, you blew another nine. They would day another six blows in Arab Shabbos. What six? Three to stop doing work. And three to separate between the weekday and the holy to accept the Kedush of Shabbos. That's on a regular Arab Shabbos. Arab Shabbos. Let's say Arab Shabbos during Sukkis. That's when you get the jackpot of 48. Three to open the gates. Three the bottom gate, three to the filling up the water. Three on the mizbeach. When they set up the hayshanas, and that's you get forty-eight, the maximum amount of shayfers is an erev shabbos, which is sukkah. If anyone is good at math and thinking these other days of the calendar that you would have that as well, stay tuned for. Tomorrow's daf says the Gemara. We'll just begin the Gemara, and then we'll call it a day and pick up from here tomorrow. Mas Nisa, like your Rabbi Yehuda, our Bish does not Rabbi Yehuda. Who's Rabbi Yehuda? The Tan your Rabbi Yehuda. I'm Rabbi Zechla Yibchaz Misheva. You never have less than seven blows in the base of Megiddo. Shvam Ma'isiv Lo Yisval Shish Esrei. We never have more than sixteen. Or Mishnah said twenty-one and forty-eight. Rabbi Yehuda says seven and sixteen. Says the Gemara. But Michael Mevgi, what's the machloik? Yes, Rabbi Yehuda held seven sixteen. Our Mishnah. The rabbi in the hole, 2148. The machlek is Achas he one set how time appropriate as again remarching to Rosh Hashanah one set of tkiyot shuot tkiyot says Rav Yehuda is one blow for Rabbanan Zavri no tkiyot shuot each one is a separate blow and therefore the Rabbanan have three times more so Armish says twenty one to forty eight is basically the same thing as seven to sixteen because twenty one is seven forty eight is sixteen. If you if you count each three as one, and of course everyone knows we paskin like the rabbanon that each one is a separate blow, which of course how in Rosh Hashanah we get to the requisite eight, ten, thirty, a hundred, etc. My time is Rav Yehuda says the Gemara Ritter of Yehuda get his day on my cross says the Torah is cut them true, seemingly putting together the Tkiyah and all as one, and therefore Rav Yehuda learns out it's really one entity. Tkiyah is called one type of group. The rabbanon, what do they say? The Rabbana says it's a different halacha. Who's got them true? Teaches us that every true has a tkiyah before it. Halacha, which is extended upon in Gemara Rosh Hashanah, that you never have a true or a shvarim without a tkiyah.
prior. For Rabbanan, my time out, where did the Rabbanan get there? Then the each one is a separate blow. When you gather the congregation, what should you do? You should blow a tekiah and not a teruah. V'yisachadayitzach, now the Gemara explains, tekiah teruah achasi. If you're going to tell me, like Rav Yehuda, that a tekiah and a teruah is the same exact thing. Amar Achmana, palgar de mitzvah, avid v'agaloy avid. Do only half the mitzvah says, gather the people, my shabbinu, blow tekiah, not a teruah. But according to Rav Yehuda, it's all one and the same. How can you split up a mitzvah? Must be, says the Rabban, and each one is a separate mitzvah. The answer, the ping pong ball goes back to Rav Yehuda. Three lines at the bottom. Rabbanot, Rav Yudah, excuse me, Uli Simana Ba'amud also. That wasn't a proper mitzvah. That was Moshe Bino just gathering Klai Yisrael's a simhen, and therefore that that could be different. Rabbanot, Simana Uvarach, Mana Shavi, a mitzvah. Say the Rabbanon, you're right, it's a simhen, but Chazal made it into a mitzvah, so it's the status of a mitzvah. And again, we're going to conclude over here with the Rabbanon again holding each blow a separate blast, a separate mitzvah, tkia, true, tkia. Three is called three, whereas Rav Yudah holds no, it's all called one. And of course, that's how you're going to get that on a minimum day, says the Rabbanon, it's 21. Says Rav Yudah, it's 7, sometimes 3 is 21. On a maximum day, it's 48, which says Rav Yudah, it's 16. We'll pick up from here, Mirza Shem, tomorrow.